good morning, everybody. Evolution at Orange Podcast coming your way. Steve Smee and Rick. What's up, Steve? What's up, guys? How's everybody doing out there? Hanging in there. Beautiful, beautiful day out there. Go out, enjoy it, take advantage. Um, listen, this is going to be uh, number 310. So we're firing past 300. And this is going to be another compound episode. And this time, guys, we're going to talk about HCG. So we're going to tell you all about ACG. Um, it gets talked about a lot on the forums. The name of ACG, it stands for Human Chorionic Gonadotropin. And what it is, it's a polypeptide hormone. And it was originally derived from the urine of pregnant females. Extracted out of there. And now, obviously, they make it in the lab, and it's basically the carbon copy of that. It was discovered before World War II by a company called Organon, which was very, very popular, made a lot of steroids throughout the 90s, and they named it Pregnal. So originally, they sold it to treat female infertility, depression, obesity, and bleeding of the uterus. So as time went on, much like insulin, drug companies found out a way to produce it synthetically. So the, the ACG you buy today isn't actually that female pregnant urine. It's actually a synthetic powder, which is you know what these guys do. So back in those days, they used to play a lot with hormones. That was their little uh, thing. Uh, I'm not really sure what happened, why they don't play with hormones anymore. I think just they kind of ran out of ideas and it's not maybe profitable for them to do that anymore. But back in those days, they did. So I'm going to bring in Rick. Rick's going to tell us a little bit more about the history behind ACG. All right, guys. So the history of ACG, really short history here. Uh, as far back as 1928, uh, scientists were looking uh, for this hormone. They were trying to find a, a good test to figure out when women were pregnant or not. And uh, one of the first things uh, developed was actually injecting the urine of pregnant women or women that were believed to maybe be pregnant into a toad. And the toad would actually ovulate just uh, not long after having been injected if the woman was pregnant and there were uh, high levels of uh, HCG in her urine, obviously the toad would ovulate. And this was like the first time... Um, that something like this was, was developed. Obviously today we have a strip that women urinate into and uh, the strip will give you one line or two lines, right? Depending on whether she's pregnant or not. Now uh, I don't have the info on when HCG was available commercially for prescription as such, but there is a, a reference here to a doctor in 1954 who was the first guy to develop the HCG diet. And uh, as far back as 1954, uh, the idea of injecting HCG into your fatty tissue to help uh, lose weight during a caloric deficit diet for women uh, was uh, started to be a thing. That's how far back it, it's gone. Um, eventually, the FDA forced the doctor to stop making claims on the HCG diet because uh, other doctors tried to replicate the results and they weren't able to. So he came under a lot of pressure, and the FDA made him uh, made him take back some of his claims. Now, HCG has been used by bodybuilders now, mainly to grow their testicles back. Uh, 1970s, 80s, uh, not a full lot was really understood 
about suppression and post-cycle therapy. But guys knew that uh, HCG would make your testicles plump right back up if, uh, if they got small, if you had some testicular shrinkage from, from taking steroids. Um, HCG is still used and available today. It's funny because uh, sometimes HCG will become real scarce in the market for a period of a year or two. Then it'll be real abundant. Then it'll be scarce again. So there's definitely, uh, I've seen it both ways where sometimes it's real easy to get and sometimes it becomes really hard to, to find. Although there are probably better options on the market today for post-psychotherapy than HCG, I personally like HCGenerate my, uh, or N2Generate, right? which are my herbal products. I think they do a much better job at everything HCG used to do for me. Even when you took HCG, you still, you still want to back it up with some Clomid. So the uh, fact that you, uh, you get a bit of an estrogen spike with uh, HCG and that uh, you still got to take the Clomid, I eventually over time just swapped it out for uh, the herbal, the N2Generate. And I feel like the herbal products really uh, fill in that gap. So it's pretty much just the history on HCG, guys. Uh, it's been, uh, uh, scientists have known about it since uh, 1928. It's the oldest reference I found. And uh, bodybuilders are still using it today. It's been used uh, worldwide and uh, stuff's still around. It's not criminalized, but it is uh, prescription only. And uh, some people still use it for, uh, for dieting. They still believe they can burn fat. All right, yeah, we're going to get into PC, using it for PCT in a little bit. But, you know, first I wanted to get in and add something to what, what Rick was saying. Um, so if you've ever heard about this, um, you know, at the, basically where HCG comes from, in the early stages of pregnancy, it's going to be created in the placenta. Um, it plays a role in progesterone production. That's a very important female hormone. So. If you've ever been in a situation where your girlfriend had a pregnancy scare, which, you know, all of us used to when we were younger, you may have purchased your girlfriend, went to the store and bought like five different pregnancy tests. So after conception, levels of ACG are going to rise. And that's why when they pee on a stick, it's going to be detected. So that's why ACG is extracted from female pregnant urine. So that's where it's coming from. That's the hormone that's being created in there so that would be an indicator of pregnancy if they peed on the stick and it came out positive so from for some of you it's going to be very very bad news for others it may be good news i don't know and what happens after about a few months your levels start to drop until the female gives birth so that's where acg is actually derived from now why are we talking about acg on this podcast that's it's because over the years just like all these other Hormones and these other drugs that have been produced, bodybuilders have found ways to use ACG in bodybuilding. So those that use anabolic steroids will use ACG to on-cycle, basically mimic LH, which is lut luteinizing hormone. So when you mimic LH in your body, your pituitary glands still get signaled to be suppressed, still get signaled to be shut down, but your lytic cells, which are your testes, get signaled to function. So when you're on cycle and you take ACG, 
your balls will plump. That's why they plump. But it's not preventing you from being shut down. It's not preventing you from being suppressed. All it's doing is it's jumping over the pituitary glands and stimulating your lytic cells. So it's fool's gold if you use ACG during cycle or during PCT and you say, wow, my balls are being plumped. That means that I'm not getting shut down. No, you're still getting shut down. It's just, it's just jumping over the pituitary glands when it comes to your HPT as a whole. So what Rick was saying is absolutely right. To use AC Generate, the modern supplement called N2 Generate, it's got natural herbs in it. And those natural herbs are going to plump your testicles just the same way as ACG would. But at the same time, the N2 Generate will not shut down your pituitary glands further, further de delaying recovery. So really, in my opinion, guys, and this is based on what I'm, what I'm explaining to you, really the only time you should be using ACG would be maybe toward the end of a cycle or in a situation where you're going to come off. You should never use ACG, though, during post-cycle therapy because it's just going to delay recovery. Remember, you cannot be recovered without your pituitary glands functioning and spitting out that LH and that FSH, follicle-stimulating hormone. You cannot be recovered just because your balls plump up. That's not recovery. You cannot be recovered just to signal your lytic cells to function. That's not recovery. Because what happens is guys run ACG and PCT, their balls plump, and they're like, oh my God, I'm recovered, so let me hop on another cycle. And they keep repeating that mistake over and over. And over time, they're basically frying their HPTA. And guys over the years on forums have said, you know what? I use HCG for years. I fried my HPTA. Now I have to go on TRT the rest of my life. And they'll use some, some vague reason for that happening. Um, they'll just come up with something like that to, to say that. But that's not, what was, that's not the truth. The truth is you're using ACG and PCT and you are sh keeping yourself shut down throughout PCT. And then you were never giving your HPTA, your pituitary glands, a chance to ever recover properly. That's why you fried your HPTA. It's not because... It's not for no other reason than that. So it's fool's gold. And we see a video of Rich Piana. It's still up there. It's got millions of views. And Rick, I'm sure you've seen this video where he talks about ACG and he says, oh, you should always run ACG and PCT. That's all you need for PCT, blah, blah, blah. Guys, Rich Piana never came off hormones. If you run ACG and PCT, that's a hormone. You're just staying on a hormone. You might as well just run testosterone during PCT if that's going to be your attitude toward PCT. So absolutely, it should not be ran in PCT. The purpose of PCT is to give yourself a soft landing. Does ACG give you a soft landing? Yes, it does. But it also does not allow you to recover. It delays recovery because it is a hormone and it's continuously suppressing you. So the only time you should use ACG if you want a soft landing is during when you're on cycle and you come off and the esters are trickling out of your body, you can use some ACG then. 
Is it necessary? No, it is not. It is not necessary. But we're seeing ACG pushed and for two reasons. And Rick, I'm going to bring you in on this because you know much more about international stuff than I do. But I, I'm strongly a believer that it gets pushed for two reasons. Number one, it's extremely cheap to produce. Extremely cheap. So the profit margins on ACG are sky high. I mean, they make 10 times. It probably costs $5 to make ACG and they sell it for $50. The second reason is the ACG diet. The ACG, ACG diet is pushed so much and that people in India, they are selling ACG to Americans and they try to push the ACG diet to help Americans lose weight. And ACG doesn't cause weight loss. We know that. So um, we've had some anti-aging clinics over the years selling ACG as, an, as a weight loss remedy. And they actually, the FDA came in and finally shut them down. They were late to the party shutting them down, but um, they, they did shut them down. They said, no, you cannot keep selling ACG for diet loss because that's not what it is. It's, it's extracted female urine. How the hell does extracted female urine help you lose weight? Makes absolutely no sense. So Greg, I'm going to bring you in on this. Um, tell us your thoughts on, on the stuff I've been saying. You know, the way I regard HCG, it has a pretty immediate cosmetic effect as far as making your balls get uh, plumped pretty quickly. So if your balls got a bit small uh, from being on cycle too long or you're just sensitive and, and it does happen to people, um, the HCG, a shot will bring them back fairly quickly. However, I feel like, and I've, also discuss this with other bros. Uh, I feel like it gives you a bit of an estrogen spike. You can feel it in your mood a little bit. You can feel it in, uh, and see it in the way you retain water for a couple of days after the shot. And uh, HCG doesn't have some long ester where it's in your system for days. It's in and out, same day. So really, you only get the benefits or the effects of it for about a day. Then it's gone. It's good. It, it helps to kickstart and to kind of wake your Leydig cells up, cells in your testicles, obviously, right? Uh, wake, kind of wake them back up, get them going again after they've been suppressed from, from cycle. So when you're on cycle, your pituitary is not producing as much LH and FSH as it normally would, shuts down. So the Leydig cells are not being stimulated, and so they shrink. Your testicles, all of they just get smaller. HCG... Uh, stimulates these Leydig cells again. They plump up. They get ready to produce testosterone. And this is where the size change comes in. Now, it, it, it's okay, but it's gone after after first day. And, and you know, you need more than, than one day to recover. Some guys uh, used to take uh, their HCG kit and spread it out over a week or two, taking a shot every other day or every third day in order to spread out the effect because one day, one shot just isn't enough. Again, this thing doesn't, doesn't have some master chain where it stays active for days. So, I mean, it does, it does help. And I feel like if your Leydig cells were, were uh, atrophied from really low LH and FSH levels, I feel like when you, when you take the ACG shot, maybe it makes them just a, a little bit more sensitive to, to LH and FSH. So even if your pituitary is just recovering, you still, you're still getting some, some benefit even from the lower levels. Um, something that maybe your Leydig cells wouldn't be as responsive if they were 
atrophied. Uh, uh, what your what your pituitary gland is making at the time is maybe not enough to to wake them up, I guess you could say. And the HCG shot gets them plumped up. Um, now the reason why I've really have preferred and switched over to the herbals ingredients over time as opposed to HCG is because I can take the herbs day after day after day for months on end and they're always working when the HCG shot is really in and out of your system. One of the lab tests done on animals on the Fedogia agrestis in uh, HCG generate now called Intugenerate, um, it showed that basically the animal's uh, testicles grew the rats' testicles grew during this study. Uh, they took in more cholesterol. And the reason they took in more cholesterol, obviously, is because uh, your Leydig cells uh, make testosterone out of the cholesterol. So the cholesterol is a big, complex structure, right, relatively speaking. It's like a big chunk of granite. And then different enzyme reactions in your testicles, uh, you know, cleave away parts of that big uh, chunky cholesterol molecule. And what's left over is the three ring structure we all know as testosterone. This, uh, this, this is all done by your Leydig cells and enzymes. Part of what makes your testicles plump, uh, that additional cholesterol in there. And Fedogia agrestis does just that. As well as increased testosterone on blood tests, it actually plumps your testicles right up. And it doesn't take a long time. If your testicles are small from taking steroids, uh, once you get on the end to generate for about three to five days, I mean, they'll plump right back up within the first week. You might get some pain in your nuts during this time. Some guys have reported a little bit of pain, but they're growing pains. Your testicles get nice and plump again after only about uh, five days on it. So HCG, again, it's not a, it's not a bad uh, product. A lot of guys see benefits and, and they feel like it really helps their cycle. But it was a good product for like the 70s and the 80s, uh, 90s, when we just didn't have a lot of other options. Nowadays, when you have something like n generate that you can buy over the counter, and it's always legit and money back guarantee uh, that we offer, and you're getting all those benefits and feeling even better on it, it just kind of makes taking a, a shot of HCG obsolete at this point. I mean, you... You do get that cosmetic benefit, but you're not recovering a lot just on a one-day shot. So I want to cover ACG diet a little bit because a lot of you may be listening to this because you someone told you about the ACG diet. We all know someone who did the ACG diet. We all know someone, especially the, over the past five years. And I just got to I gotta talk about this a little bit. So the, originally, Rick had alluded to it earlier. British doctor during the 50s, he came up with it because he wanted to fight obesity. But there was no medical proof that it helped with obesity. So then since then, we've had it. It went away. It came back. It went away, come, come back. It went away, come back. Keeps going and coming back because you'll have some, some guru, some one of these crazy people, you know, um, conspiracy people like Kevin Trudeau, for example, who are, have no background in medicine. They, they never lift the weights in their life. They never use steroids in their life. They know nothing about this stuff. They come up with it and they say, oh, the government's trying to scare you into not using it, blah, blah, blah. He went to jail. You know that, right? Yeah. So he ends up going to jail because he's a fraudster, basically. And, but he still has so many people that love him and think that it's some conspiracy where the government's putting him away. So the way the ACGDI works, guys, is you inject the ACG 
two, three times a week, you inject it. And then you only do 500 calories a day. Now, the problem with 500 calories a day is it's a crash diet. So when you eat 500 calories a day, what ends up happening is your metabolism crashes. So ask anyone who tried the ACG diet. They'll lose weight initially. And then what happens? Six months later or a year later, they gain everything back and more because they crash their metabolism. It's not a sustainable diet. I know people who ran the ACG diet, they, they basically would eat a slice of pizza in the morning and a slice of pizza in the evening. That was their diet. And they, they did lose some weight initially, but over time, they actually end up gaining more weight. So it's, it's, it's bullshit. The ACG diet is complete bullshit. You know, if you're, uh, if you're in the high teens uh, in body fat, maybe in the 20s in body fat percentage, and you eat one slice in the morning and one slice in the afternoon, chances are you're going to lose weight. I mean, that's enough of a caloric deficit to lose weight if you're in the teens. Now, if you're like low, low teens or high single digits body fat and you eat a pizza in the morning, a pizza at night, you probably won't lose a lot of weight, uh, a lot of fat at all. Probably you'll start losing some muscle mass and look like shit, start to look like shit pretty quickly. So it kind of depends where you're at, right, Steve? So yeah, I mean, if you're like grossly overweight, and you drop your calories down so drastically, even if you're eating trash, but you drop your calories down that much, something's bound to happen, right? In the so, short term, correct. But in the long term, no. It depends when you start off. Uh, you know, it, it's real easy when, when a, a client approaches me, he's fat as fuck. I mean, I just know it's real easy to get somebody down. It's when you get those guys that are already, that are already lean, that have done everything, that you have to really get creative and really and really going to your bag of tricks and to, to help those guys out to make a real difference for those guys. But when you get a, a, someone that's just like overweight, like just has some really core lifestyle issues. And once you get them acting right and, and you feed them the proper information, automatically they make, yeah. they make. Well, uh, one slice in the morning, one slice in the evening is better than what they were eating before. So yeah. Yeah. Cause before they you were know? eating a whole pizza in the morning with a, with a Coca-Cola <laughs> yeah. and, they were eating, and then they were eating a whole pizza at night with a liter of Coke. Yeah. So if you go, you can always you tell, I have neighbors every, every day on trash day, there's like two boxes of pizza on, in, in the, in their garbage, like, you know, in the recycle bin and they're obese. So you can tell just by looking at your neighbor's garbage, what kind of shape, shape they're in. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I grew up in New York, so I love pizza. I really do. I love pizza. I love ice cream. I just don't indulge in either of those. Well, not often, at least, you know, when I, here's the thing, when I want to have pizza, I'll get really good oven, oven prepared, you know, oven cooked pizza at a really good place. So when I cheat, it means something. But if you just like walk by a, by Sparrows or one of these pizza places and you're like, oh, what pizza? And you go in there and, and those, those bad calories you could have had, you waste them on some subpar cheat meal. I mean, that's just stupid. Yeah, that's not pizza, bro. You can't get pizza from Papa John's or Pizza Hut or Domino. You got to go to a real authentic. There better be mafia running that fucking Italian restaurant in the back. Like, they, better, they better have a back room with a bunch of uh, mafia guys smoking cigars and stuff. That's a good fucking Italiano pizzeria. You don't got to go to fucking a franchise fucking restaurant, okay, with a fucking owner. He's fucking like a businessman in a suit, okay? That's not fucking 
that's not pizza. So yeah, real authentic New York style pizza. That's pizza. <laughs> so let's let's. I'm gonna get Rick in on side effects, but I want to kind of get into dosage. If you do choose to use ACG, now typically, um, you know, we checked this before the show. We checked this and. We couldn't find ACG that wasn't, that didn't come in some type of fraction of 5,000 IUs. Like we saw 1,000 IUs, five vials in a, per, per, uh, per order. And we saw vial 5,000 IUs total. So that's what you're gonna be looking at. That's the easiest way to kind of convert it. ACG, when you order it, it's gonna come in a white powdery substance. It's also gonna come in usually like sodium chloride. They'll send you a little sodium chloride. But for bodybuilders, you're not going to take the whole 5,000 IUs. So that sodium chloride does you no good. What you have to do is you have to buy your own bacteria, bacteria austic water. We call it backwater. And you can just go buy that off online. That's, that's legal. It's, it costs a few bucks. And then you can get some spare vials. And then what you're going to do is you're going to reconstitute the ACG. You're going to take the ACG powder, you're gonna put in the backwater very, very carefully in it. If you squirt the ACG powder directly, you run the risk of ruining it. These peptides are very, very fragile. So you gotta be very, very careful when you're reconstituting. So you reconstitute it, then you've gotta put it on the, in the fridge. If you leave it all over the counter, it's gonna go bad really quick. You put it in the fridge, it's gonna last you one or two months, okay? So you wanna use those 5,000 IUs that you reconstituted within like 45 days, but it's gotta be refrigerated. And then you can just inject it with a sub-Q needle, uh, a insulin uh, needle, 25 gauge, 31 gauge, and right into the belly fat, just like you would with HGH, very, very simple. So bodybuilding dosages, guys, I've seen anywhere from 250 IUs up to 1,000 IUs two to three times a week. And again, don't use it during PCT, guys. Do not use it during PCT. That's the one thing I don't want guys doing. And also, keep in mind, if you use it off-cycle, it is suppressive. It is slightly going to suppress your HBTA. Keep that in mind. Um, so you don't want to make a habit of doing that. Rick, side effects. Any side effects that we need to talk about that we missed? Uh, just a, a quick note on uh, usage. I'll give you guys a... Uh quick little set of instructions if you wanted to, to use it. So like I mentioned, that one shot, it's, it doesn't do it. Does a little something, but it's not the best way to use it. So if, let's say if you got the, the one kit, 5,000 IUs, and once you open it, it's not multi-dose. Once you open the amp, you got to use it all. You can grab a bunch of slint pins and just preload them, store those in the fridge, maybe in a little Tupperware container, like Steve said and then just one a day. And then you spread out those 5,000 IUs, little tiny bit every day, as opposed to using them all at once. You know, I found that weird kind of estrogen spike that you, that you get from HCG. It happens when you slam like 1,000, 2,000 IUs in a day, you know, more than that. It's when you start to really, really get it. When you stay in the, in the lower range, it's not as bad and you get the benefits out of it. Like everything, right? You get the benefits in the smaller dosage. As long as you go up higher, then the bad side effects begin to come in. So that's just a, a good little protocol if uh, anybody wants to give it a shot. Uh, 10 shots, actually, right? 5,000 IU kid, if you've got the amps and you have to constitute it all at once, 10 slim pins right into the fridge, uh, one, one little shot a day in the belly fat, 
and uh, it's, it's, you're good to go. That's a decent way to use it as well. All right, guys. So I, I really agree. Um, I think 5,000 IUs, you might, you're probably going to have to get like two or three of those. So you're not going to, you're probably not going to get away with just 5,000 IUs for what, what you're looking for. You're probably going to have to buy two or three um, orders. So to add what Rick was saying on side effects, yes, you can get gynecomastia from using ACG because what happens is, remember how I say it stimulates your lytic cells? What happens is when you run ACG, guys, you run blood work, what's going to happen is there's four things that are going to change in your blood work when it comes to hormones. Your LH is going to drop. Your FSH is going to drop. Remember I said it was mimicking those hormones. So your body's pituitary glands say, you know what? I don't got to produce that. So they're going to drop it. The third thing that happens is your testosterone levels go up. Why is that? Because remember I was saying ACG mimics LH and FSH? Well, it's stimulating your lytic cells to produce testosterone. So your testosterone levels will actually go up on ACG. Crazy, huh? And what happens when your testosterone levels go up, which brings me to number four, your estrogen goes up unnaturally your estrogen goes up. So yes, you can get gynecomastia from ACG. I've seen that. I've seen that before. So you got to watch out for that. If you're gyno prone, you got to watch out for that. Water retention, you can get other estrogenic side effects. So, but they're brief. They're very brief. Um, ACG is not going to stick in your body a long time. Um, so let's talk about how much ACG costs. So, Rick, what have you seen over the years? You've been around the game back in the days. Do you think ACG was more expensive back in the 90s? Has, it been, uh, has the price come down compared to the 90s, or is it about the same price? It fluctuates. You know, ACG is one of those products that fluctuates in both price, availability, and, <clears throat> and, and fat. It comes in and out of style. Sometimes guys will use, will use it, talk about it everywhere. Other time, guys will stop using it, shit on it, and then they'll come back, and it just fluctuates. It's like a five, seven-year cycle with HCG. So uh, I've, seen, I've seen the pricing of it all over the place. I've seen it scarce, where two or three sources say they, they can't find it, and I've seen it everywhere where sources are trying to give this stuff away. So it, it, it definitely fluctuates. Um, you're looking at for a 5,000 IUs, guys. It's going to range from somewhere between $40 and, and $65, $70. Um, that's how much it's going to cost. So it's not expensive. It's you know about the, the same cost of testosterone and a little less, actually. Pharmaceutical grade. I'm talking about pharmaceutical grade comparing those. So that's, that's what's going to run you. What Rick was saying earlier, the half-life on ECG is very short. It's only a couple days on the half-life. So if you do inject it, you're going to have to inject it three times a week. You know, that, that pretty much covers it, guys, on, on ACG. Um, it's one of those, yeah, it's one of those that, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, do I find it necessary to run ACG? No. Are there alter alternatives to ACG that don't cause side effects and don't, that don't suppress you? Yes. What well, we talked about, N2 generate and N2 generate extra strength, yes. Those will give you the same benefits of ACG and more without causing side effects because those are natural herbs. ACG is a synthetic hormone, okay? Remember that. So next time someone 
lectures you on a forum or in, on the gym about ACG, make them understand you're taking a synthetic hormone that does have side effects and it is suppressive. So if you do choose to use it, use it correctly, use it wisely, and just be aware that it is still a hormone and it's nothing to fuck around with and nothing to play with. Anything else to add, Rick, before we wrap up? Um, HCG, is one, HCG is one of those drugs that I consider to kind of be obsolete, but because there's so much information about it and it's been used for so long, people still use it. Look, if you don't want to use my product, my N2Generate product, because it's an herbal and it's natural and you want something hardcore, then go with HMG. All right, look that up. Look for it, HMG. That one actually contains actual LH, actual FSH, with the HCG in it. And to me, that's actually a much better option than just the HCG. So go find that HMG if you want to use something pharmaceutical. But I'm telling you guys, money back guaranteed, really, man. And to generate, it's about all you need. If your testicles are tiny, give it a try. If it doesn't work for you, you go, go talk about it on the forum, tell everybody. But you're going to have great results. If your nuts are tiny from using a lot of sauce, three to five days, you'll notice a difference. You don't, you don't have to wait months for HG Generate to work. It doesn't give you an estrogen spike. And it's just much better at it because and to generate it's not trying to mimic anything. It's, it's helping your pituitary gland get back to production. So when your testicles grow, it's not from anything in the AC generate itself. It's the AC generate getting your pituitary going again. And that in turn producing the LH and FSH that's stimulating your lay dick and your uh, Sertoli cells and everything in there to, to plump up and to and to begin working again properly. So that's it, guys. Just uh, go with the herbal. HCG, in my opinion, obsolete. If you want to go pharmaceutical, go with HMG if you really want to go pharmaceutical. But if you want to get the best bang for your buck, you want to get something that's always legit, money-back guarantee, the, the guy who makes the product stands behind it, HC Generate, search it on Google, and to generate, and you go to just hcgenerate.com, or n2generate.com, you'll, you'll find the website information, the products, and, and give that a shot, guys. All right, guys. Well, listen, hit me up on the forums, guys, if you got any questions on what we're saying. Hopefully, this podcast made a lot of sense. Um, we're just telling you the facts on these, these compounds, guys. That's the whole point of this podcast. We don't have any, anything else, um, any other reason to do these podcasts. Uh, we hope you get just sucking all the information, guys, and um, Keep the questions coming. We really appreciate it. For Steve Smee and Rick, another episode of Evolutionary Radio. Talk to you soon, buddy. Have Take care. Have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, guys. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program. The statements in this podcast have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. None of the products discussed in this podcast are intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You must check with your doctor before taking any supplement or engaging in any kind of training activity.